0: Here's what's coming up on today's episode of Your Tagline Here.
1: Yeah, so I think there are so many benefits from golf um, from, you know, a mental, physical, social standpoint. Um, I think, you know, I it's such a mentally challenging sport. And although it can be a team sport, you're truly competing with yourself to get better. One of the biggest
2: things I've learned is just like, having grit and resilience and like never getting, giving up. Um, and especially, you know, you're gonna, you're sometimes you'll shoot in the low 70s, sometimes you'll shoot in the high 80s. And it's just learning that, you know, golf is very up and down. You gotta take it day to day and you just gotta keep grinding it out and, and never give up.
0: Hello and welcome to Your Tagline Here which is a podcast all about people and their stories and in every episode I ask the guests to provide their tagline to summarise their story. In this episode I talk to Samantha and Sydney who are both keen golfers from Michigan in the United States. They're passionate about getting more girls and women playing the sport and they do this through their Instagram channel called The Golfing Girls where they regularly post about all things golf. Coming up in the next 45 minutes, we talk about why they love the game of golf, what makes it a great sport for all ages and genders, why more women should give it a try, and what the governing bodies and other golfing organisations can do to make it more attractive for women. Before we get into the episode, I'd just like to mention our sponsor KickLab, which is a digital marketing company based in Birmingham in the UK. Kitlab have over 15 years experience and specialise in branding, websites, digital marketing, social media and more. So if you want to grow your business online just head over to kicklab.com which is k-i-k-l-a-b.com. If you do like this episode then please make sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future content. So, uh, Samantha and Sid, welcome to the podcast. It's really good to have you here.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us. We're really excited. Yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to it as well. I I came across your Instagram account, uh, The Golfing Girls, and I was yeah really interested in the the stuff that you're putting out there Um, and for for me I'm really passionate about golf and I know that you're both really passionate about golf um, and I would like to uh, try and encourage it to be more of an equal game between men and women and I know that you're very keen on encouraging women to get in in, into the game of golf Um, so yeah that's that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. Um, But first of all, I want to find out um, just a little bit more about both of your uh, your backgrounds with golf. So, uh, Sam, first of all, for you, how long have you been uh, playing golf for?
1: Yeah, so I've been playing golf since I was little, um, but I started to play more seriously when I joined my high school's golf team. And once I went off to college, I became busy with classes and then started working right out of college. So I unfortunately didn't get to play a lot for a few years, but I picked it back up um, over a year ago in the midst of COVID when there wasn't much else to do. And I've been playing all the time ever since and have fallen back in love with it.
0: And uh, what was it that got you uh, playing to begin with, Sam?
1: So um, our dad is a golf fanatic. And so he taught us at a very young age. Um, and I will say I wasn't as interested when we first started playing, you know, when we were super little. But once I joined the high school golf team, um, you know, they're, they're always looking for women to join. I think especially in high school, there aren't a lot of women players. And so um, when my teachers found out that I Played and had some background in golf, they kind of recruited me to play on the team. And that's when I got more serious and realized how fun the sport is and what an amazing sport it is.
0: Yeah, definitely. And the same question for uh, Sid, can you give us some of your uh, background with golf, how you got started and, and how long you've been playing for?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. So Sam and I have very similar backgrounds. Um, my dad, like Sam said, is a golf fanatic. So we both were introduced at a really young age um and our dad was a part of a country club so we would go to like the family events and you know play golf as a family like fourth of july stuff like that um and i would say like i probably started a little earlier than sam um just because sam had already been playing um because we're nine years apart so when sam was in high school you know i was what like five five or four six like so i started when she was playing golf and um so i was pretty young um and I mean I started and I fell in love with it and I've just never stopped
0: playing so Uh so what is it that both of you enjoy about golf? What is it that you uh, that you really get from it? Um uh Sam let's let's go with you.
1: Yeah, so I think <clears throat> there's so many benefits from golf um from you know a mental, physical, social standpoint. Um I think you know what It's such a mentally challenging sport, and although it can be a team sport, you're truly competing with yourself to get better. Um, You're continuously trying to learn and improve, which I think keeps you mentally sharp. And the challenge really makes it that much more rewarding when you hit a good shot or score well. Um, Sometimes it's extremely tough and really challenges you, but the personal growth and all the joy that comes with playing definitely makes it worth uh the hardship. Mm-hmm. And I think too, you know, it helps to build character, so particularly perseverance and respect that can definitely carry over into life off the course, which I think is awesome. Um in you know, not only does it help me keep in mental shape, but I think physically um, people don't give the golf enough credit for keeping you in uh, physical shape, especially when you walk. Um, and I know for myself, I try to stay in shape kind of off of the course in order to improve my swing and hit the ball farther on the course. Um, another thing too that really, I think, brings me joy and happiness when we're playing is just being outdoors and really soaking in the sun and the surrounding nature. Um, we've been able to play some really Beautiful courses, and um, you know I think the picturesque landscape and wildlife is always awesome. Um, and then I think too, you know, we have made a lot of friends through golf. Um, we've really grown our network, and um, you know, even just being randomly paired with someone in a foursome, I've become really good friends with some people over time, and. Um, I think that's another wonderful thing about golf is the social aspect. Um, and, and two, almost anyone can play. So, you know, whether it's grandparents can play with their kids and grandkids or an amateur can play with a pro um, thanks to the handicap system. So we found, I think, a lot of joy from being able to spend time with friends and family members on the course
0: yeah well that was a that was a really good sales pitch for the game of cop uh, i know it wasn't meant as a sales pitch uh but yeah you've covered loads of really good points there about uh the benefits uh like the 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 physicality of the game you're right people don't give it credit they think well oh, you're just walking along a bit and just hitting a ball it's not that hard is it but um yeah it is when when playing 18 holes it is covering a lot of distance, and there is lots of up and downs, uh, especially if it's hot as well. And if if you're carrying a bag, then it's even more uh, physical um, uh, exercise. And then sometimes playing multiple rounds in a, a single day as well. Um, and yeah, it does. I, th- I really think that that golf is great for um, teaching like discipline and perseverance and. Um, and just sticking with things when, when the going does get tough. Uh, now Sid, do you, do you agree with all of those points that Sam made? And is there anything else that you'd like to add that maybe she didn't mention?
2: Yeah. So I agree with Sam a hundred percent. I mean, we pretty much see eye to eye on the benefits of golf. Um, just like for me, I'm a little bit more competitive, um, with golf than Sam is. So I, you know, one of the biggest things I've learned is just like having grit and resilience and like never getting, giving up. Um, and especially, you know, you're going to, you're, sometimes you'll shoot in the low seventies, sometimes you'll shoot in the high eighties. And it's just learning that, you know, golf is very up and down. You got to take it day to day and you just got to keep grinding it out and, and never give up. Um, and also just like, I guess, kind of like calming your nerves and like learning how to do something under pressure. Um, Cause like for me, the first tee is like terrifying sometimes. So I need to like learn how to you know, calm myself down, you know, know how to hit the golf shot under pressure and, or whether it's, you know, sinking a putt for a birdie to go under par. Um, And it's just like learning how to react and stay mentally tough in those situations. Um, And then also on the physicality side, one other thing I'd like to add. So for me during college, we only walk. Um, We never ride in carts. So, you know, and on the average, a golf course is five miles and you're walking those five miles. And on top of that, you're for me, I have a push cart, so I'm pushing a 25, 30-pound bag. Mm. And, you know, that doesn't account for all the hills that I have to walk in between the holes and all that. And then, like you said, playing multiple rounds, you know, 36 holes, that's, you know, almost 10 hours of the golf course. And it's just mentally exhausting. And all you want to do after that is just lay down and sleep forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it, it can be exhausting, well, physically, but also emotionally because – Yeah it definitely does teach people how to handle their emotions because I remember when when I first started playing golf like if I would hit a bad shot then I would uh, get quite angry and cross with myself and um I've certainly thrown a club or two in my time on occasion I've never I've never broken a club over my knee I'm pleased to say but yeah it can be a very frustrating game Uh, but the more that I've played it and the more that I've uh, persevered with it it's helped me to learn how to yeah if I hit a bad shot just accept it leave it in the past and then move on because if we hold on to Uh, those negative emotions when we do hit a bad shot then it can just then spiral onto the next one and the next one and the next one after that Uh, so I think it's great for for teaching that kind of um, mental discipline Um, and yeah one of the things that Sam said earlier as well was when when you hit a good shot the feeling uh, that you get and I know that when I play, even if I have a terrible round, there's always one shot, at least one shot in a whole round where uh, you either like smoke a driver off the, off the tee or hit a nice chip or um, hit a nice bunker shot or whatever it might be. Uh, there's always one shot that you can think, yeah, that was nice. And it does give a, a really nice, like almost buzz of adrenaline, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it keeps you coming back for sure. <laughs> and I have to say, so, Sydney is much better than me. She said a lot more competitive and I like to go out and have fun. Um, and it's funny, I'm probably out of our family. I'm one of the worst golfers. Like we mentioned our dad's really good. Um, but I have had a hole in one. Sydney has not, I'm sure she will. (laughs) But to your point, that adrenaline rush, when I had that hole in one, it was magical. And it's just such a cool feeling when you're, you know, you hit a good shot or play well. Um, that you know we want everyone to feel that way um Mm. like so and it just feels too like when you have
2: those good shots it's like effortless it's like oh all that hard work has like finally paid off like Mm -hmm. that was just like effortless felt like butter when i hit it like just amazing so Mm
0: Yeah and, um, and another thing that I like about golf is that um, you, you mentioned that you can play team events but predominantly it's very individual um, so you know when when you go out there and you shoot a good score it's all down to you and it's because of the, the hard work that you put in at the driving range or on the putting green um, and that hard work pays off and it's nice to be able to uh, get that, that clear measurement of how you're doing with what you you score so whether you shoot 90 one day and then 80 another day then it's like yeah um it's it's a really clear measure of performance so you mentioned that um Sid is the more competitive and the the better golfer Uh, what what levels do you both play at
2: uh so I'm a collegiate golfer a division one collegiate golfer um my handicap is like zero plus 0.3, I think to be precise. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, I, I play a little bit more background. I play from around like 6,000 yards each time. Um, so that kind of gives it a range of, you know, how far I hit it and the challenge part of it.
1: Yeah. And for me, so I'm probably, I range anywhere from like a 15 to 20 handicap, um, it definitely adds and flows for me. Um, and, and I was, you know, I played competitively in high school and then, um, you know, really got back into it the past year. So I'm hoping to continue to, to get better for sure. But I, I play from the women's teams. You know, Sydney hits it a lot farther than me. But okay. I'm working on, you know, getting better and hopefully becoming competitive with her one day. So she's better watch out. <laughs> uh,
0: so Sid, can we can we just touch upon the, uh, the college golf system? Because it's not something that we have in the UK. Um, can you just explain what what it is and, and how it works.
2: Yeah, so well first of all, any you know, people from all over the world come and play in the US for collegiate sports and any sport basically. Um but you know, so a little background on what it actually all entails. So, you know, playing college golf is a lot of work. Um it's much different than, you know, anything I've ever done with golf or a team or anything like that. um, It's a lot of focus on short game and, you know, the mental side of the game, Um, at least from, from my, at my school, that's how it is. Um, You know, you just practice a lot. We practice 20, 25 hours a week. um, And that doesn't include qualifying rounds um, or tournaments, Um, so on top of traveling, which, you know, can be for three to four days, um, you know, whether it's driving to Ohio, which is four hours for us, let's say, or flying down to Florida, you know, for the weekend or something like that to compete. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so much fun and I absolutely love it. Um, and then like another thing too, is qualifying where we compete against each other, Um, So there's between seven or 12 girls on a golf team or men on a golf team, and you um, compete against each other and you go out and play for your spot. There's only five travel typically to a tournament. So you go out and play and you qualify for the next tournament and whoever has the lowest scores um, will travel to that tournament. Um, So it just kind of plays into that mental side of the game where, you know, you have to, you know, the pressures are on, you know, you know that, you know, if you, you don't play well, let's say you might not make it. And it just like puts more pressure on you and, you know, kind of gets you ready for that tournament setting for that's coming up. Um, And just like how to get involved with the collegiate like sports. Um, You just have to start as young as you want. You can create a profile online. There's a bunch of different sites uh, that you can create a profile. And what I mean by a profile is you can upload videos of your swing from multiple angles. And that doesn't just have to include full swing. It can be putting, chipping, you know, sand shots, um, the more, the better, um, and also just like a little bit about yourself, what your hobbies are outside of golf. You know, if you play any other sports, what your interests are, um, and also your school is very important. Um, a lot of you know colleges uh, expect certain expectations out of your grades and everything. Um, so I would say that's very important part of it, um, and also the NCAA, which is the governing body of all student athletes in America. Um, they have a certain standard that you're held to a certain grade point average that you have to keep um, in order to be eligible to compete um, for your, your team. Um, but it's just a great experience. I would tell anybody that they shouldn't be a student athlete. It's been amazing. I absolutely love it. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. And it's just such a great experience and it's lots of fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it sounds like a, a really, really good thing to be part of to um, to be able to compete at a high level um, and get more experience of doing that, to be able to sp- spend a lot of time practicing and improving uh, your game, but also getting an education at the same time as well. Uh, it really does sound like a, a very good package. Um, and is your goal to be professional after you leave college?
2: Um, no, actually, okay. I... I have thought about actually doing the coaching side of things, uh, being a university coaching coach, possibly. Um, I did think about going pro for a little bit, but I kind of veered away from that uh, a couple of years ago. I just, I don't know if it's for me, but I do love golf. I won't ever stop playing golf, but the (laughs) professional side, I don't think I'll ever pursue.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it must be. Uh, quite a, a challenging career with lots of traveling lots of being away from home lots of pressure that's in, involved as well uh, so yeah I can I can completely appreciate that so now let's move on into uh, women's golf um, so Sam I'm gonna start with you um, how like golf has traditionally been a very male dominated sport, uh, both at the amateur level and at the professional level um, but I know that things have been changing over the last few years, over the last uh, couple of decades. How have you seen it um, change to, to to have more women starting to uh, be involved in golf and, and it to become more of a, an equal sport?
1: Yeah, I think we have definitely seen it change even in our lifetime. Um, and I think, I'm a prime example of how golf has changed and grown even more recently, um, particularly over the past year. I think, especially for women, a lot of people picked up this sport during COVID. Um, You know, it's the national golf foundation showed a huge surge of new golfers over the past year um, with women golfers in particular growing by almost half a million making up almost a quarter of all golfers, which is really good to hear. Um, and it's the highest it's been in many years. So we've definitely noticed a lot of new followers on Instagram, new women uh, golfers who are absolutely loving it, which is great. And um, I've also noticed a lot of new couples and female members joining our uh, golf club, which has been great to see. And we notice a lot more co-ed tournaments as well. Um, okay. I think to it also seems like you know professional golf is highlighting more female golf um and you see on tv it's played more um, and there's more recognition of famous female golf icons um we always like to see nelly and jessica Corda since they're sisters like us but um you know we think it has definitely changed over time for sure
0: yeah and i, I think that's a great thing and um yeah it- I I definitely see the amount of publicity and the amount of attention on women's golf has has got more over the last few years especially with like the the major competitions and the Solheim Cup is definitely getting um a lot of attention um and and it's great it and I think that when there's high profile uh, women who are involved in the game of golf, whether that's at the professional level or whether they're commentators or whether they're just um, um, influencers on on social media, I think that that helps to uh, make it more of an attractive and cool sport for women uh, to get involved in. Um, and yeah, I think it would be great to uh, uh, be a couple and be able to go out and play golf together because it would be a nice way to, to, to spend time with each other. Um, so Sid, is there anything else that, that you've noticed, um, with things um, changing?
2: Yeah, I definitely think it's, you know, in the up for women. Um, one example I will give and, you know, this past summer, there was this campaign called the hoodie for golf, which was started by Michelle Lee. Um, and it was a campaign to, um, like bring in funds for the LPGA Renee Powell Fund and the Clearview Legacy Foundation, um, which both of these organizations are geared toward getting more women, young girls, and people of color into the game of golf. Um, So I think that was huge because they sent these hoodies out to a bunch of other PGA, LPGA um, professionals. And then also once it got large enough that more um, well-known people, celebrities, or even – you know, smaller influencers on Instagram or something, they were buying these hoodies and it was being posted all over social media. So it was bringing this huge awareness to women golfers and girl golfers and all this. And I thought it was great to, you know, bring that awareness to it. And it was awesome. So I definitely think it's on the up because people are noticing, okay, you know, we need to get more women into the sport and set an example for these young girls who are already enjoying the sport and, you know, need an example or a role model to look up to. So.
0: Yeah and I th- I think it's great to uh that there's people out there who do have influence that are using that influence uh for positive reasons. Um and I've definitely seen uh a shift in terms of the the amount of prize money that's on offer um at the the high level in the women's game is is going up and up and, and continuing to do so. Um there are now s- starting to be some um competitions that are Uh, men and women together like there was the the Vic Open in Australia I think it was last year Um, and I saw something that um, there was another event happening in in Sweden as well Um, and and I I think that would be a great thing because uh, comparing it to a sport like tennis where they do have the events They're they're not playing against each other, but they're in the same venues at the same time with the same spectators. Um, There's equal prize money on offer for uh, women, men and women's tennis events. Um, So hopefully that's a place that golf can get to at some point in the not too distant future. Um, So uh, what do you you think the, the benefits are to women to get involved in the game of golf? Sam, what do you think?
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, Sydney and I have found such joy from golf and there are so many benefits as we mentioned that come along with it. Um, so we want to share those experiences with other women. It's always so much fun to go out and play, um, with fellow women and we would love to see more women out on the course. Um, I think, you know, we've grown personally professionally, socially from the sport and want, you know, that other people to experience that as well. Um, and and you mentioned, you know, the co-ed tournaments. I think one of the things that Sydney and I love doing is, you know, being able to play competitively with our dad and boyfriends. And we've been able to do that. And, you know, we find joy in playing with our, our partners as well. Mm. Um, it's a great way to spend time together and you know would love for other people to experience that as well
0: yeah and I, I think that um it's it's a game where you can play on a level playing field because um it's it's not a, a game that requires massive amounts of physical strength so I think that uh the physique involved for men and women um it's it's not like um it's It's much more physically demanding for women to to have to do it. Um, and also with the handicap system, then it means that um you, a professional could play off, could play against someone who has only just started, and it really helps uh, to mean that you can play against anyone. Um, and I also like that there's such longevity in the game of golf that you can start when you're three like when you just started to walk and you can carry on going until you're a hundred. Um, yeah. Until you can't walk. <laughs> wow, well, yeah. Until you can't walk and then you can buy yourself a, um, a little car and you can use that to get around in instead. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, and I have also, um, I saw a documentary uh, uh, a few months ago about disabled golf as well with people who, Um, maybe uh, I saw a guy who only has one leg there was a guy who's only got one arm Um, there's people who are blind people who are in wheelchairs um, that can still go out and still enjoy the game of golf so it's such a an open game that is available for for pretty much anyone
1: definitely it's definitely an inclusive and equal sport I think as you mentioned that's one of the beautiful things about golf is the handicap system and that amateurs, pros can play together and it can be still somewhat equal and competitive. Um, and no matter what age you are, um, it's open for everyone to play, um, which is great. And I think, um, you know, it can be more equal between men and women and the, the game is designed to do just that. Right. So it's, it's great. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So let's, let's move on to what, more can be done for golf going forward because it, it still doesn't feel like it is equal for men and women. It, it does still feel like there's more men that play than women do. So what do you think um, either the the governing bodies or, um, or organisations that are involved in, in the game of golf, what do you think can be done to get more women into it? Um, should we start with Sid?
2: Yeah. So the first thing that comes to mind when I think of this is the clothing options that are available for women. Um, you know, typically when you walk into a pro shop, let's say at a golf course, you know, one third of the clothes there are women's and two thirds are men's and the men's just look so fashion forward, they're up to date, they're, you know, nice patterns on them that are trendy and, you know, everything like that. And then you go over to the women's side and it's, you know, solid colors. There's, you know, super duper crazy patterns that may be more targeted towards older women. And, you know, it's like, when I go in, I'm looking for that fashion forward, trendy clothes where I feel, you know, confident and I love the, what I'm wearing. And I think sometimes that can be intimidating or almost, you know, bring bring negativity to these, to women who are trying to get into the sport because, you know, they don't know, or they don't like the clothes that they're seeing. And, you know, they're trying to find Mm -hmm. these nice trendy clothes and, you know, they don't feel comfortable going out and what they found at the store or something like that. So I think that that is a huge aspect Because for me, it's like the better you look, the more confident you feel and you play yeah. better. And I, I think that's a huge, huge thing. And I feel like the fashion industry of golf needs to just be a little bit more up-to-date and need some changes. Um, and I feel like that's a huge thing um, for women at least.
0: Yeah. Um, and I... I have definitely experienced what you've described as well. When I when I walk into a golf shop over here, there is much more options available for men, and the women's section is is a lot smaller. Um, and it's it's surprising in a way that uh, uh, golf clothing manufacturers haven't cottoned on to this, um, because there is a huge female market out there um and actually starting to uh, produce and and design more interesting and more fashionable clothing um could could be something that could could be very lucrative for these these companies um sam what do you think
1: yeah i completely agree i think if you're a golfer you know that when you feel confident and feel like you look good you play better so um, it would be awesome to have more options out there. I think there's a lot of innovation needed needed in the golf clothing space in general for men mm-hmm. and women. Um, but particularly women, we would love to have more options. I also think, um, you know, when we talk about growing the game for women, I think organizations can do a better job of, as I kind of mentioned earlier, highlighting and recognizing the many strong female players out there uh through media and you know i think golf clubs in particular are doing a better job of hosting co-ed events so the more that that can happen um just to show that men and women can play together um i think it'd be it'd be great to do that
0: mm. yeah abs- absolutely i think that's that's a a, a great suggestion um so if if there's women who are watching this and are thinking about oh yeah maybe maybe I'll give this game of golf a try I know that um golf can be an intimidating sport to get started with uh, because there's all these different clubs what the hell do they all do why is there so many uh, there's uh, the balls the bags the clothing um, it, it can feel like there's. It can feel quite confusing, both for for women and for men as well. Because I've I've recently introduced a, a couple of my uh, male friends to golf, and I've taken them down the driving range and given them like a, a bit of a lesson. So I, I I know that it can feel like uh, an intimidating thing to do. Um, but what would you what would you say to encourage women to to have a go? And um, and how can women get started in it? So, um, Sid, can we start with you?
2: Yeah, so <clears throat> my suggestion would just be, you know, you can go out and get lessons. It's very easy to find someone at your local golf shop and you can start there. It's easy to get some basic fundamentals um, from them and that kind of get you on your feet. Um, also just like trying to find other women, it's very easy on social media nowadays to just Mm. go into like Facebook for instance, and find, you know, a Facebook group or a page that has women who are trying to find other women to play with, or, you know, newcomers to golf or anything like that. Um, I think that social media is a huge aspect in that where it can help other women find other women to play with and, you know, go out and just have fun with each other for, you know, and learn from each other. Um, I also feel like, you know, watching videos, at least for me, that's kind of how I gained my knowledge. Um, I watch a lot of videos and read books and stuff like that just to, you know, make my knowledge more diverse and learn more. And I think that is a very good way to help, um, new people learn like the rules and stuff about the swing. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah um YouTube is is a great resource for being able to uh, just watch stuff and 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 learn the base basics and that can help to give people a little bit of confidence just to kind of like um give them the the basics before they they give it a try but I I definitely agree that I think having lessons is a, the best way to get started um and yeah you don't need to go out and buy Um, hundreds or thousands of pounds worth of equipment all you need is one club which you can buy cheaply like there's there's a a shop here where you could buy a single golf club for like ten quid Um, or a lot of uh, driving ranges they have clubs that you can just borrow as well so you don't even need to do that Um, Sam what would you what would you say to to newcomers to encourage them to give it a try
1: Yeah, I completely agree with Sydney. You know, I think that there's a lot on social media and the internet to learn from. Um, And as we mentioned, getting lessons is always helpful too. I think too, just connecting with other people who play and learning from them. Every golfer I've ever played with is always willing to help. And, you know, we kind of learn from each other. Um, I just actually played with two women last weekend were both in their sixties and they just started playing in their fifties, and I was absolutely blown away by how good they were. They hit the ball really far, um, and if they can do it, you know I have faith that all of you out there could do it too. They weren't intimidated uh, to start, and you shouldn't be either. Um, it's it's definitely fun, and you know anyone can pick it up.
0: Yeah, and it is it is a difficult game to play but actually that is part of the attraction that um it's that that drive for self improvement to just get a little bit better every time that you go out and play or every time that you go out to to practice um and that certainly for me is is one of the things that that I really enjoy about it so um yeah if there's if there's any women or any men out there that uh, want to give it a try then uh, that that advice is is really good um so now if if there's people watching who uh have already started to play who want to get better um what advice would you give to them of um the best ways to to improve and get better um Sid can we start with you
2: mm-hmm. um so practice as much as you possibly can. I mean, you just practice, 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 practice. That's all I can say. Um, and I also feel like, like I mentioned earlier, you know, for me, like I just try to build my knowledge and learn as much as I can. And I feel like that is also huge. You know, if you learn how to, if I'm pushing the ball to the right a little bit and I try to learn how to correct that on my own and know what I'm doing without trying to get the help from someone else, you know, that could be very beneficial on the golf course because if I'm out there and you know, I'm pushing it to the right and I don't have a caddy with me, let's say, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I watched a video a couple of days ago about why you might be pushing the ball to the right or something like that. And I could possibly fix it out there on my own, on the golf course. Um, I think that's huge, just knowledge and practicing because the more you practice the better you're going to feel and perfect practice makes perfect. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, would are there any books that you would recommend reading or any youtube channels that you particularly like
2: um so there's um is i think it's just called like the ben hogan book i think
0: i think it's the five lessons or something isn't it or
2: something yeah i think that's what it's called and there's also um i forget what it is it's this it's a, a a mental i think it's like I literally just listened to the audiobook this past summer and I cannot remember what it is. It's about the mental side of, um, the game. If I remember it, I'll shoot you an email about it, but I cannot remember the side of it, but it was about the mental side. Okay. of the game. It, really, it, it just like was awesome. And I listened to it, I think like two or three times since I listened to it the first time, because it was, it was just great.
0: I
1: don't
0: know. The, so the same question for, uh, for, for Sam, uh, is there any, do you have any other advice on how people can get better?
1: Yeah. So I think I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to get better right now. I stopped playing for a few years and I'm getting back into it. And I think for me, um, learning from the pros and even, you know, Sydney's a lot more knowledgeable and has more experience. So just learning from those who are better, um, in, you know, building and using your network in that way. I think to Sydney's point, one of the most important things you can do is practice but with intent, and that's mm-hmm. extremely important. The intent part is um, really important. I think you know Sydney mentioned, for example, if you're hitting the ball to the right, how can you practice with intent to correct that, and what should you be thinking about with your swing, mm-hmm. um, you know, to keep continuously get better. Um, and I think too, you know, there are a lot of examples of people out there, as I mentioned, who didn't pick up the game of golf until later in their life, who even turned professional and. So, I would say, you know, I don't want to make it sound easy because it's not. It's extremely difficult and rare, I think, to become professional, but um, it takes a lot of time and dedication to score well, um, let alone become pro. So, you have to uh, make a significant commitment, but it's definitely possible. And I think, you know, you'll, grow, as we mentioned, kind of grow personally from, you know, playing and practicing and and getting better and there's a lot of reward that comes with that as well
0: Mm. yeah absolutely I really like the point about practicing with intent because I remember when when I first started playing and practicing I would just get a bucket of balls and I would just just hit them all (laughs) Um, and a lot of the time it would be hitting the driver because that's the one uh, that (laughs) <laughs> that uh that when you hit it right uh that's probably the one that feels uh the best um but now when I go to the driving range I I have a, a like a, a routine that I go through that I'll I'll take maybe uh five balls and just just loosen up uh maybe with a pitch and wedge and then I normally have three things that I'm trying to focus on so three things that I think um, I'm not doing quite right with my swing maybe it's my my grip position maybe it's turning my hips or my shoulder or, or the the top of the backswing um, and then uh, I'll take maybe like 10 balls and just focus on that one particular element which is then trying to uh, develop that muscle memory to improve improve that particular area um, and then to finish with then to finish with, when I'm I'm practicing, I I like to imagine that I'm actually playing a game of golf. So I will picture in my mind playing the first hole at my local golf club and what club I would take, so that it's mentally rehearsing actually being out on the on the golf course. And that's that's what I tend to to practice. Um, and also something which I think people often overlook when it comes to practicing is the short game um people people often go out and they just smack 100 balls with a driver uh, but they don't spend any time putting or chipping or pitching or uh, getting out of a bunker and I think that um, if people want to improve their scores then it's the short game that really does that would you agree yeah.
1: with that? Yeah for sure there's a saying um, drive for show and putt for dough yeah. because yeah. the short game is extremely important and that's how you score and I think Sydney knows that We like,
2: I like to say you drive for dough and putt for more dough because <laughs> 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 well but putting is just huge. I mean, even if you look at the stats of, you know, the pros of even women or men, their strokes gained putting, which is how much you gained, um, off the tee or putting or chipping or out of the fairway, hitting greens, um, how much that helped you shoot under or lower your score. So that's what strokes gained means. Um, so strokes gain putting, some pros can get plus 10, which means that they gained 10 strokes putting, they, they're they not 10 strokes off their score because of putting. And that is huge. And putting and chipping are such a score saver and will mm. put you even further into the game if you have a phenomenal short game. You don't have to be the longest hitter in order to shoot under. As long as you have a great short game, you're going to be just fine. In my eyes, at least, that's how I feel.
0: Well, yeah, definitely. and uh the putter is the club the single club that is used the most in a round of golf uh because it's normally um or at least two putts every hole so that's normally like 36 putts that you're going to make in a single round um, it's usually a lot more for me (laughs) and usually a lot more for me as well so i imagine that sid is around that 36 probably less than that um but also being able to uh get up and down um so being being able to chip it close to the hole so that you can then have a single putt to get it in um yeah that's where i think that um um yeah people can really make big improvements by focusing more on the short game of things Mm -hmm. I really Um, liked
2: your point too sorry one more thing I really liked your point that you were talking about how you like play the first hole I think imagery is huge in golf you know if even if you're while you're playing and you're out there and you're standing on the tee and you might be a little nervous about the tee shot or an approach shot and just kind of imagining you know I want to hit this a high, little baby draw, whatever. And just imagining the shot is huge in the mental side of the game. You know, it gives you more yeah. confidence. It builds you up. And I think I really liked that point because I do the same thing. I, you know, I try to practice when I, you know, play a hole that I maybe not don't like. And I'll, I'll play it on the range. And then when I go out and play, you know, I have more confidence because I imagine the
1: shots and all that. So. I think to add on to that, um, you know, before every shot I hit, I particularly on par threes, and I think this is part of the reason I got a hole in one, <laughs> is, you know, imagining what the ball is going to, what the shot will do. Yeah. Um, it's funny, the um, hole I got the hole in one on, every time I would step up to the tee on that hole in particular, for whatever reason, I would tell myself, I'm going to get a one one and sure enough, it <laughs> happens. So I do think that, you know, imagery is really important.
0: Yeah, definitely. And one other point from me, um, and I don't know if this is universally accepted, but it definitely works for me. So when I'm on the driving range and when I'm practicing, that's when I'm thinking about the mechanics of what I'm actually doing, where my hands are, where my shoulders are, where my hips are um but then when i'm out on the course i try not to think about any mechanics whatsoever um i try to um imagine what the shot is that i that i want to make and the shape of it and the height of it uh, but then when i stand over the ball um i'm just hitting it and just letting my body do it because i've i found from personal experience that if i'm out on the course and i'm thinking about the mechanics of what i'm doing then it just all kind of goes wrong. Yeah, it's it. it's
1: hard to play while under construction, while your swing is under construction. Yeah. So I think that's that's good advice, especially um, for newbies to the game, for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, the driving range is the practice, and going out and playing is just playing. You you got to learn how to separate the two for sure because they're they're different mental boxes, as I like to put it. You know, the driving range is where you can improve, and playing is is playing you're not you're not improving Mm. out there i mean yes you are learning and you're improving but you need to learn how to separate the two for sure i totally agree with that
0: Mm. Uh, well that that brings us to the the end of the podcast now i just have one more question for you which is uh what is your tagline for this this episode
1: yeah it's 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 time time to to tee it up up. girls
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice in a beautiful harmony um yeah well i i do i i do really want to uh encourage women to getting involved in the game of golf as i know that you both do as well because I, I think it's a fantastic sport for men and for women um and i think that it would benefit the sport for having more women involved and for it being more of a, an equal game um and I think that women can can really benefit from it too as well um is there is there anything else that you would like to to add before we come to an end
1: no we we completely agree with you um, and we'll just say thank you so much uh this has been really fun, yeah, we really appreciate it and loved being on. This is an awesome
2: experience
0: yeah, cool well, no thanks both for coming on. I mean, I could have uh stayed talking to you for another couple of hours and just talking about some of the uh finer finer details with the the game of golf but yeah um I, I, it's been a really good discussion and we've covered some some really good points and thank you both for your your time and coming on
1: thank you yes thank you appreciate it
0: Thanks for watching, I really hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you with another episode soon. And to make sure that you don't miss out on all future content, just make sure that you subscribe to the channel.